Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Christmas Eve, we're dry with daytime highs around 50, lower to middle 50s on Christmas Day. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. 27 Fort Belvoir, 32 Foggy Bottom, 29 Silver Spring. We're at 33 at this hour in our nation's capital. Time now, 1259. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good Wednesday morning, midweek, December 20th. Welcome in. Glad you're with us. I'm Dean Lane. Coming up this early 1 a.m. hour on WTOP Wednesday. Breaking this morning, Colorado's high court, the Supreme Court, taking Donald Trump's name off the ballot in the state next year. The latest turn on the fate of the Confederate Memorial in Arlington National Cemetery. I'm Dick Iuliano. People in Alexandria speak out on the impact of a proposed Potomac Yard redevelopment. I'm Matt Small. Maryland hospitals are working to track down patients to give them money back. I'm Kate Ryan. Wall Street higher, Asian stocks mainly higher this morning. It's 1 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Christopher Cruz. It's a stunning decision. The Colorado Supreme Court says Donald Trump is not eligible to appear on the Republican presidential primary ballot because of the 14th Amendment's insurrection ban. CBS's Robert Costa on the political fallout. What you're going to see now, based on my conversations with Republican sources over the last hour or two, is that former Ambassador Nikki Haley and her allies are not maybe going to take this on directly, but they're going to lean into that electability argument against Trump and say, as Haley has said in recent days on the campaign trail, that Trump equals chaos. Even if you like him, if you like his policies, he's too chaotic to be the Republican nominee. The powerful storm that moved up the East Coast this weekend is being blamed for five deaths, and hundreds of thousands of people are still without power. CBS's Errol Barnett is in Patterson, New Jersey. The massive amount of rainfall we saw in this part of the country caused the Passaic River to go from picturesque to panic-inducing. It's overflowing its banks, triggering flood warnings, and of course, putting lives at risk. It's a post-storm scene we are seeing repeated throughout the Northeast. There's been a development in the contract negotiations between Southwest Airlines and its pilots. Just in time for holiday travel, Southwest and its pilots have reached an agreement in principle on a new contract. It's a deal three and a half years in the making, and Southwest is the last of the four major airlines to reach a deal with pilots. Specific terms of the agreement were not disclosed. The Southwest Airlines Pilots Association says its board of directors will evaluate the agreement, and if approved, will present it to the roughly 11,000 pilot members for a vote. Jennifer Kuyper, CBS News. A federal appeals court has blocked federal border control agents from cutting up razor wire barriers put in place by Texas. Texas claiming victory over the Biden administration's efforts to cut the razor wire put in place by Texas along 29 miles of the border around Eagle Pass. DOJ argued it was essential to provide medical help to migrants in distress. The Fifth Circuit Court reversing a lower court decision favoring the Biden administration. Texas Governor Greg Abbott. People who are trying to cross the river across the border and come into the state of Texas, they are repelled and turned back by these 
Constantino razor wire barriers. Chris Fox for CBS News, Austin. Lava and toxic gas are spewing from a volcano in Iceland. The BBC's Nick Beak is close to it. We're at the edge of the exclusion zone that's been set up to protect people here. The volcano is still burning bright. The government in Iceland saying for now it doesn't pose a risk to people living round here. It was another day in the green on Wall Street that Dow, S&P 500 and the Nasdaq all closed up. More than one half of one percent. This is CBS News. You don't need a job platform. You need a hiring partner. Indeed lets you schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credits. Patrick was way behind on his IRS taxes. I was in way over my head. The total amount ended up being somewhere oh, just over $30,000. $30,000. Then the IRS came to collect. Started getting letter after letter. A lien had been filed against me. They were going to basically like hang me completely out to dry. Transparency and Trust makes buying a car at Fitzgerald, Subaru, Gaithersburg, and Rockville a great experience. It all begins with a low price in writing, posted on the window of every car. There's no haggling to get the low price or to know the monthly payment. It's all right there on the window. During the 2023 Subaru Share the Love event, Subaru will donate $250 to charity for every new Subaru sold or leased. Fitzgerald Subaru in Gaithersburg and Rockville. Call 888-FITZMALL today. That's the Fitzway. WTOP at 104. Good Wednesday morning, midweek, December 20th, 2023. It'll be mainly clear. Another cold one this overnight, early morning. Low in the 20s, most of the region by daybreak. We're at 33 at our nation's capital right now. Good morning to you. Dean Blamey, thank you for taking us along for your early 1 a.m. hour Wednesday morning ride. Our top local story this Wednesday morning as we begin the ride together is the latest we bring you on the legal drama over whether or not the Confederate memorial that's located at Arlington National Cemetery can be removed. WTOP's own Dick Juliano reports the on-again, off-again removal is apparently this morning back on again. A federal judge in Alexandria has cleared the way for the Army to continue removing the Confederate memorial in Arlington National Cemetery. Scott Powell, spokesman for Save Arlington, a group fighting to preserve it, says unlike statues of Confederate generals Robert E. Lee and Stonewall Jackson, the memorial in Arlington is a statue of reconciliation. This was a very noble monument. This is a very different monument with much deeper meaning. The monument of a female figure representing the southern states was listed for removal by the Federal Commission that identified bases and installations honoring the Confederacy. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Cemetery officials say this morning they are required by law to complete the removal by the end of this year. WTOP at 105 Wednesday morning. They reported $2.2 billion for the Potomac Yard Project, which would see the Caps and Wizards move across the river to Alexandria, is prompting mixed feelings right now, in Alexandria anyway. There's a revenue enhancement for, for the area and for Virginia. But Dan McGowan, who WTOP found shopping at the Potomac Yard Target, says while Virginia taxpayers like himself have a role in bringing Ted Leonsis's arena here, he should be picking up a larger share of the costs. The Washington Post reports a study produced by J.P. Morgan for Virginia says the state would need to create a sports and entertainment authority to issue a pair of bond offerings and pay up another $300 million from existing city and state funds. Even Marylanders like Shirley Harrison say the deal doesn't sit well with them. I don't think these people deserve the traffic that that will bring. Really, they have enough with people like us coming over here to shop. Now I want to add more. Oh my God. 
In Alexandria, Matt Small, WTOP News. WTOP at 106. If you've ever taken a trip to the local emergency room, you know the feeling of dread at least when it comes to getting your hospital bill in the mail. But in the coming year, it seems some people treated locally at Maryland hospitals may be getting some good news. Greenback. The search is on for people who were billed for emergency care but should not have been. Maryland State Delegate Laura Charcutian explains. Someone who comes into the hospital, generally the emergency room or, or but otherwise, and is eligible for financial assistance is supposed to be informed about the possibility, uh, supported to apply, and should receive it. But for years that didn't happen and millions of dollars was collected from patients who should not have had to pay. Now, the Baltimore Banner reports state agencies, hospitals, and the Health Services Cost Review Commission will work to identify those patients and issue refunds starting in mid-2024. The refunds will be issued to patients who were entitled to free care between 2017 through 2021. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. WTOP at 107. Another day in court it was for the D.C. government when it comes to the spike in crime among young people and what happens to teens when they are arrested. WTOP's Mike Marillo tells us this morning a judge is still weighing if the district should be held in contempt for not having enough beds for the teens that are taken into custody. It's a case over the space available in a less jail-like environment for arrested kids at D.C.'s Youth Detention Center facility. It comes after the court ordered D.C.'s Department of Youth Rehabilitation Services to provide more shelter beds. Recently, it added 10 to its facility. And in court today, Sam Abed, director of DYRS, says they've signed contracts with three other independent facilities to offer 24 more beds by next March. Judge Andrea Hertzfield called the move progress, says she wants an update in March before deciding on whether the city should be held in contempt. At D.C. Superior Court, Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Good Wednesday morning, midweek. Welcome in December 20th. Glad you're starting your morning with us here at WTOP. Time now is 108. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. On WTOP, we bring you traffic and weather on the 8s. And when it breaks, good morning to Kane Halifax with us this early hour in the WTOP Traffic Center. Good morning. Let's start off in Frederick County. I-270 southbound between, before rather, uh, Route 80. A crash blocks the right side. Traffic just gets by. Single file on the left with response on scene. Beyond that, it's smooth sailing heading south toward the Beltway and Bethesda. I-95 southbound near Maryland, 32 Right single lane gets is closed, rather, due to the work zone. I-95 northbound between the Beltway and Route 212. Two lanes get by at the work zone. In Virginia, 395 north after Washington Boulevard. Right lane gets by uh, due to a bridge deck repair. I-95 southbound between the Prince William Parkway and the car rest area. Single left lane gets by due to a work zone. In the district, New Jersey Avenue between New York and in is closed due to a crash and Longfellow Street between Georgia and 9th Street. Northwest is uh, closed due to fire department activity. WTOP traffic. I'm Kane Halifax. As we move through our Wednesday morning into the afternoon, plenty of sunshine to enjoy with temperatures around 45 to 50 degrees. It's not going to be as windy, so not going to have to deal with any wind chill factors. For tonight, clear and cold, mid-20s to lower 30s by early tomorrow morning. Another sun-filled day for your Thursday near 50 degrees. I'm tracking a cold front late Thursday night. That's going to keep our temperatures in the 40s come Friday and Saturday. Come Christmas Eve, looking at daytime highs around 50. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert weather center.
We're at 28 in College Park in Fairfax, both this morning, 32 on the National Mall, having dropped three degrees in the last hour. We're down to 30. This morning, Amara, Wednesday morning, midweek, December 20th, 2023, brought to you this time around this early morning on TOP by Longfin. Save 25% on Longfin's decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Check them out. Go to longfence.com. WTOP Wednesday morning at 110. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Let's check in now with Steve. Some surprising post-trading news for shipping mogul FedEx, and it wasn't really positive. For the second straight quarter, the Memphis-based company lowered its quarterly sales outlook. FedEx shares fell 8% in after-hours trading as the delivery giant lowered its revenue forecast due to weaker sales numbers. Well, all positive numbers across the board on Wall Street. The Dow finished up 251. The S&P 500 was up 27, and the NASDAQ was up 98. Steve Dresner, WTOP News. Overseas this morning, our first check in the 1 a.m. hour, stocks are mainly higher. The Nikkei this morning up by 506 points. The Cosby's up 42. The Hang Seng is up 144. The Shanghai is down this morning by 21 points. Good morning. Welcome into WTOP. Breaking this morning, Colorado Supreme Court says former President Donald Trump is not eligible to be on the state's primary ballot. What that means in depth on WTOP coming right up. It's 112. Good morning. Timing is everything, and if you've been looking for a luxury vehicle, look no further than Select Auto Imports in Alexandria. For 37 years, Select Auto Imports has saved you thousands off MSRP on pre-owned BMWs, Mercedes-Benz, Audi, and Range Rovers. Now, we're expanding and need room for our new showroom. That means lower prices just got lower. Check out hundreds of luxury vehicles at SelectAutoImports.com or visit us on Van Dorn Street in Alexandria. These savings won't last forever. SelectAutoImports.com. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. The following is a paid commercial message. He was born in an obscure village, the child of a peasant woman. He never wrote a book. He never held an office. He never went to college. He never traveled more than 200 miles from the place where he was born. He went through a mockery of a trial and was nailed upon a cross between two thieves. And when he died, he was laid in a borrowed tomb. Nineteen centuries have come and gone, and today he is still the centerpiece of the human race. All the armies that ever marched, all the navies that ever sailed, all the parliaments that ever sat, and all the kings that ever reigned, put together, have not affected the life of man on this earth as powerfully as this one solitary life. Not a sermon, just a thought, and Merry Christmas. For more information, check out our website, notasermon.com. That's notasermon.com. Good Wednesday morning, midweek, December 20th. Glad you're starting your morning with us this early 1 a.m. hour. If you're just joining us, welcome in. Mainly clear, continued cold, low by daybreak, according to Steve, should be in the 20s in most of the region. We are at 30 degrees in our nation's capital right now. I'm Dean Lane. Welcome in. On this Wednesday morning, glad you're in with us. Time now is one thirteen on WTOP. This is WTOP News. Breaking this morning on WTOP, Colorado's High Court, the Supreme Court, kicking former President Donald J. Trump off the state's 2024 ballot over his role in the January 6th Capitol riot. The state's highest court ruling that he is not eligible to be president under an insurrection clause in the Constitution. It is expected to be appealed to the U.S. Supreme Court. So how big a deal is this ruling this week? For more reaction, we 
Talk to our Dimitri Sotis, who spoke with political congressional reporter Kyle Cheney to get his take. It's a very big deal with an asterisk, which is that the Colorado court said Donald Trump should not be on the 2024 ballot. But if the Supreme Court is considering this, in Trump, Donald Trump even challenges this in the U.S. Supreme Court, we will put our decision on hold until that is resolved. So what this really does is force the issue to the U.S. Supreme Court, which we all suspect will take this up in pretty quick order. And what's fascinating is up until now, some other states had been trying this and it failed. It just wasn't getting any traction. Now we have Colorado's decision, as you say, kicking up to the Supreme Court. If somehow the U.S. Supreme Court said, you know what, uh, Donald Trump can't be on Colorado's ballot, would that have its own cascading effect? Absolutely. I mean, I think that would that, that's an outcome that very few expect right now. But if the Supreme Court, the U.S. Supreme Court says Donald Trump cannot be on the ballot in Colorado, that's effectively saying he can't be on the ballot anywhere. And that would be a seismic uh, in terms of the way it would impl- influence politics in the 2024 campaign, um, considering he's the front runner at the moment. And, and so, you know, no one expects that right now, but they will have to contend with it and at least come up with some sort of an answer to what Colorado did. You indicated that what I just proposed is highly unlikely. More likely then that the Supreme Court says, forget this, he's got to be on the ballot everywhere? I think that's that's a likelier outcome, just given the magnitude of a decision in the other direction. And you can also just say that Colorado's process was flawed and that it's not a good way to kick somebody off the ballot. And there may there may have to be some other process to determine whether someone joined an insurrection and somehow is ineligible to be president. Yeah. You know, uh, I, I can't help but notice, and I realize this is not the world's most astute political observation. The U.S. Supreme Court is taking up so much of what uh, Donald Trump's presidential future will look look like it but you know what even if it's not you know i mean it, it, even if it's obvious it is remarkable how much is piled up on their plate and just in the last couple of weeks even that you know there's four or five decisions they're going to have to make that could determine the trajectory of the 2024 election donald trump's future as a potential criminal uh, defendant in multiple cases uh, so really what's on their plate at this moment is, is unprecedented it, it's incredible uh, final thought that you have for us Sure. Um, I, you know, let's watch how this affects the timeline on the Supreme Court considering immunity, Donald Trump's immunity from criminal prosecution in his Washington, D.C. case, which has also been on a kind of an emergency schedule. Uh, so now we have two things that may be on an emergency schedule at the same time. Political congressional reporter Kyle Cheney on WTOP in a conversation with our Dimitri Sotis. Some of the other top stories we're following for you Wednesday morning here on WTOP. A federal judge says that the Confederate Memorial locally at Arlington National Cemetery can come down after all. And top D.C. area officials say they can't afford to make up Metro's looming $750 million budget shortfall in total, but they can boost the transit agency through collective subsidies. More in minutes on WTOP. Stay with us. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. You recognize our jingle. It is Cabinet Discatters and now celebrating our 40th anniversary. That's right. 40 years ago, we started a small family business, building a reputation around excellent customer service, quality products at a great price. And now to celebrate 40 years, we're offering incredible discounts till the end of the year. To learn more, call or go to CabinetDiscounters.com. It's Cabinet Discounters, proud to serve you for over 40 years. Cabinet Discounters, great quality, great price. Coming right up after traffic and weather this half hour on WTLP for you. A call to help solve Metro's budget crisis. I'm Dick Uliano. You're with 
Christine Lane on WTOP. Wednesday morning, December 20th. Welcome in at 118. Traffic and weather on the 8s over to Kane Halifax at the WTOP Traffic Center. Looking on the Beltway, outer loop through lanes between Alexandria and Oxon Hill closed due to work zone. Local lanes remain open to get by without delay. In Maryland, that crash we've been talking about in Frederick County, I-270 southbound right before uh, Route 80. The crash is now confined to the right shoulder and should be cleared momentarily. I-95 southbound near Maryland 32 single right lane is closed due to the work zone. And I-95 northbound between the Beltway and Route 212, two lanes get by at the work zone. In Virginia, I-95 southbound between Prince William Parkway and the car rest, the left lane goes by uh, the work zone and the exit at Dale City exit 156 despite the work zone. I-95 southbound after Quantico exit 148. Left lane is blocked at the work zone. And I-95 northbound between Quantico, the left lane is blocked at the work zone. I'm King Halifax, WTOP Traffic. Plenty of sunshine to enjoy later this afternoon with daytime high temperatures near normal for this time of year, around 45 to 50 degrees. At least it's not going to be terribly windy. Moving into the overnight hours, mainly clear and cold by early tomorrow morning. We're in the middle 20 to lower 30s. For the day on Thursday, mostly sunny, near 50 degrees. Tracking a cold front late Thursday night. That's going to keep our temperatures in the 40s on Friday and Saturday back to around 50 on Christmas Eve. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. We're at 30 degrees in Georgetown, 27 Bowie, 30 Leesburg. We are at 30 degrees straight up and holding in our nation's capital where the time now is 1.20. Good morning. Are you short on time but not on ambition? University of Maryland Global Campus can help. Start by transferring up to 90 credits from previous coursework, military, or work experience and apply them towards a bachelor's degree. Plus, our 100% online and hybrid courses, affordable tuition, and personal advising helps ensure working adults like you have every opportunity to reach your goals. Now's the time to succeed again. Learn more at umgc.edu. Certified to operate by CHEV. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. What are you getting Jan for Christmas? I'm thinking jewelry, but time got away from me, and now I have to figure something out. I know who can help. Dominion Jewelers. I thought they only did custom jewelry. Oh, they make amazing custom jewelry and also have a huge selection of already made pieces that you can get today. Dominion Jewelers, delivering a full collection of custom-made bracelets, earrings, and necklaces, ready to wrap for the holidays today. With Dominion Jewelers, you're never out of time. Dominion Jewelers Custom Jewelry, in the heart of Falls Church. By appointment only. Slowdowns expected on the American Legion Bridge this morning. We're tracking a big storm expected to hit the Washington region this afternoon. WTOP reports new crash tests could affect your next car decision. Survey shows student absenteeism for DMV area kids is skyrocketing. President Biden and Republican lawmakers announced they're making progress on a potential compromise. I heard it on WTOP News. Facts matter. 103.5 FM. Good Wednesday morning, December 20th. Glad you're with us here at WTOP. Welcome in. It is 122. This is WTOP News. 
Stop Transportation on WTOP Wednesday morning. Area governments responding to the drastic budget cuts proposed by Metro's general manager that we've been telling you about this week on WTOP as the system right now faces a $750 million budget deficit. Metro says 10 stations would be completely shut down and half of the Metro bus routes would be eliminated. Now a work group of the Metropolitan Washington Council of Government says it should help, but Metro needs to do more too. Metro has warned of sharp service cutbacks, fare hikes, and layoffs because of its big budget deficit, largely driven by the COVID shutdown. COGS Executive Director Clark Mercer says D.C., Maryland, Virginia, and the counties and municipalities that help fund Metro must come up with more money. Metro's base budget needs to be adjusted upwards, and that's consistent with every other business in the public and private sectors. A COG work group also recommends targeted service reductions and working with local leaders to determine what stays and what goes. What routes are we talking? What does that mean for Metro train? What does that mean for bus? The group also recommends fair hikes and lowering administrative costs. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Well, it won't be quite the same as a trip to the forest, say, but the parking lot you pull into the next time could soon have a lot more greenery. Locally, Fairfax County's Planning Commission on this recommending more trees and shrubs. Fairfax now reports this week parking lots with 10 or more spaces would be required to also have more green spaces. Currently, trees are required to be planted if there are 20 or more parking spots. The Fairfax County Board of Supervisors expected now to make a final decision on this measure on the proposal next month. California regulators approving new rules that would let water agencies recycle wastewater. It could mean the water in California used to flush a toilet could be recycled through the kitchen faucet. For decades, it's been a struggle to find reliable sources of drinking water. We live in California where the drought uh, happens all the time, and with climate change, it will only get worse. At the Santa Clara Valley Water District, Kirsten Struve says it may not sound pleasing, but recycled water is super clean. Colleague Lakeisha Bryant says it's a three-step process. Microfiltration, reverse osmosis, and ultraviolet light disinfection, and the water is pure water at the end. This is not a requirement. California is just the second state to allow wastewater to tap water following Colorado. I'm Ed Donahue. A state commission in Minnesota is picking a new state flag to replace one many Native Americans consider to be offensive. The commission says a new flag should feature an eight-pointed white north star against a dark blue background shaped like the state with a solid light blue field at the right, echoing Minnesota's state motto Star of the North and honoring its waterways. Commission Vice Chair Anita Gall says. The public has provided input, has guided us, and I think what we have ended up is a quality product. The current flag includes a Native American riding off into the sunset while a white settler plows his field with a rifle nearby. Allison Keyes, CBS News. Unless lawmakers reject them, both the flag and new seal chosen earlier this month become official next year on April 1st. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Wednesday morning, midweek, December 20th, 125, sports time and Rob's turn. Maryland was a 19 and a half point favorite over Nichols, but barely escaped College Park with a 73-67 victory over former Terps assistant Tavon Sadler's Colonels. Kevin Willard told Big Ten Network. I thought they played phenomenal. I thought they came out, played aggressive. He's doing such a great job. As one of my former assistants, to watch him come in here and do the job he did. I'm so happy for Tavon. And that's why I hate playing my former assistants. They know all your stuff and just happy for him and what a great job he's doing.
All seven of Maryland's victories this season have come at home, where the Terps are winners of 18 straight overall. Georgetown lost to Butler in the conference opener for both teams. George Mason and James Madison each stayed undefeated at home with a blowout victory. And 22nd ring for